things my family did I am not the voices in my head I am not the pieces of the brokenness inside I am light I am light Welcome everyone Welcome to the Being Inspired Radio Show. I am your host, Amanda Johnson, and I love closing my eyes and listening to that song by India Ari. If you haven't already looked it up, I highly recommend it. It is um, it is called I Am Light, and it is just so true. And I think the way she shares her truth is so profound and beautiful. Um, so that's always one of the greatest gifts I have doing this show is to hear that, um, at least a minute of that song every time. So welcome back to the show. If you've joined us before, if you're new, thank you so much for tuning in. These shows are medicine for me. I trust they are medicine for you. And today I have a very, very special guest with me. I love all of my guests and this woman is no different. Um, I have known her, I think now for nearly almost two years. I think we'll be going on two years here next uh, in the next few months, which is very exciting. We met doing our um, Mentor Masterclass Life Coaching Training Program. And we actually had the the privilege of meeting in person uh, back in San Francisco. And I still remember that when we first met and I just thought, oh my gosh, this woman's beautiful. And um, of course she is physically, but also her spirit, her soul, her heart, uh, everything about her. And we've had a chance to meet a few times since. So um, I am very excited to introduce you to Emily Castle. And I had to say, as soon as I hope, did I say that right, Emily? Because I actually had a moment of like, oh yeah. no, okay, good. <laughs> Every time I see your name, I want to say Cassell. And I'm sure you've heard that before. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that sounds much more fancy. So feel free to use it if you want. <laughs> well, okay. Now, you know, well, it's like, uh, it would be like um, uh, Stephen Colbert. You know, we could just change it yes. up for you. So it's a little, exactly. it's it's more your prime time uh, name. Yeah. No, Emily Castle. <laughs> yeah. um, although I love that because I get the image then of a castle. But anyhow, with the spelling, <laughs> I, I get goofed sometimes. So Emily is here with us today. Um, Emily is a mentor, masterclass, certified life and leadership coach, and soulful branding expert for passionate women on a mission. And she helps guide ambitious women toward their greatest aliveness by embracing more freedom, flow, and fulfillment through connection to their feminine power and sisterhood support so that they can truly change the world from the inside out, create a big impact in all they do, and live in alignment with their soulful, heart-centered missions. She's also the founder of Freedom is Sexy, the Embodied Goddess Sisterhood, and the podcast Sexy Soulful Success which I have also had the pleasure of being on. So thank you so much for joining us today, Emily. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so jazzed to get to talk to you again (laughs) so soon after you sharing your insight on my podcast. So it's such a fun time for us in our sisterhood relationship together. Mm -hmm. And I have to say like, yeah, two years, right? Like you were just saying, we've known each other for two years and just thinking back, like, wow, how much has changed in two years? Like, it's so crazy to yeah. think about. <laughs> Absolutely. Very and, cool. Oh, I know. I'm, my, my body's being lit up right now with chills. And there's, as you were talking about that, you know, this idea, I got to be on your podcast, you're now joining me. And I'm, it's, it's the exchange, you know, and it's, um, 
I mean, really, that's what life mm-hmm. is. And we, we see that come up, in, come up in so many ways, but it, that's just feeling so true. Is there, we're, we're in the flow. We're in this flow of exchange, of giving, receiving, of sisterhood as well, as you said. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Yes. Um, so today, you know, I, I love um, kind of feeling into what theme or, or concept wants to emerge in our conversations. And for anyone listening, they know that these are, these conversations aren't very structured. We, we do, um, we follow the, the intention of this entire show, which is to be inspired, which means to be in spirit, to have spirit flowing through us. And so I, I, in my intention is always to uphold that. And, um, I start with a theme that I, that feels very present for me. Um, and what feels very present for me when it comes to Emily and her work, um, I love this. And it actually came as I was reading her bio today. And I said, you know, she is the founder of freedom is sexy. And, um, and she's got a lot of stuff around sexy. So I bet that'll come up too. But I, (laughs) there's something about that word freedom that really stood out to me. And so, I want to explore that with you. Um, and what I love to do is I start off by reading a quote, um, something that's in one of my books. I've been going a lot to A Course in Miracles lately because that's my current resource as I make my way through it very slowly. And so I often go there just to see what what quote is here that speaks to me that might speak to this, this concept. And um, the one that I flipped to today um, is is this, and I'll, I'll read it. And I just ask that those listening and Emily, you, you know, just feel into what is, what is being said to you specifically? What are you meant to hear when I read this quote? And then we'll take it from there and see where the conversation leads us. So A Course in Miracles says, the first step toward freedom involves a sorting out of the false from the true. The first step toward freedom involves a sorting out of the false from the true. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what comes up for you as you hear that? Oh, yeah. So what comes up for me immediately is the separation from the mind or the ego mind and the soul mm. and the truth that comes through our soul versus our ego mind. You know, like when we are truly women who are on a mission to change the world in some way or to contribute in some way or to make some kind of a difference, even if it's not starting your own business necessarily, but finding freedom in your own way, in a relationship or in your life in general, just the way that you show up or the work that you're doing and the way that you're showing up to your job or anything in relationship to other people. Um, in absolutely anything we do, I think our core desire is always to feel more free in a lot of ways. Like the women I work with, at least this is what I see is that at the root of all their desires is really freedom and to feel like they can live and lead and love by their own rules mm. and not have to confine to an outsider's perspective or even their inner critic. Yeah. Um, that 
there's a difference and a separation that has to happen first and foremost in order to create freedom that allows us to separate our inner critic and our inner mentor. Mm. Um, and another way to say that is really just our mind and our soul, right? That, that we have this deeper connection, this deeper meaning and purpose that we need to connect to in order to really find intrinsic freedom, mm. you know, to feel free in our lives, in whatever way we're looking at it, whatever area is asking for more freedom, or maybe it's just everything. Mm. And I think there's a really distinct difference between living a life where you're constantly trying to control or be controlled by your ego mind, by fear or doubt or limiting beliefs or whatever it is that's trying to keep you safe and small, and a life where you are expanded and open and free and willing to fully accept whatever is in the present moment and to be guided by your soul um, or to be guided by spirit, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever resonates with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's a really, really beautiful and important difference between the two that has to happen first in order to really find freedom because You know, if we can't master our inner game and the way that we talk to ourselves, we can't master anything in our lives. It's really, I mean, the core foundation of taking responsibility in our life for our experience and and being the warrior instead of the victim in our lives or the heroine Mm -hmm. instead of the victim is to create that mastery over the way we talk to ourselves, our inner critic. You know, we have to be able to, in the moments when things get hard, be our biggest cheerleader and pull ourselves out of it and know what we need, you know. And if we don't have that connection, that soulful connection with ourselves, that deep, intimate relationship with ourselves, we can't hear that voice that's telling us what to do next, And when we're disconnected from soul and we're living only from the mind, we're receiving a lot of falsehoods. You know, we're receiving a lot of things that aren't true about who we really are. Mm. And the truth of who we are is that we are completely limitless beings and we are not just human. We are also divine. And I think a lot of what I do and and the way that I teach freedom (laughs) Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways is to remind ourselves constantly of that, that duality that we have as human beings and as women specifically as, you know, really sacred beings of creation in this world and almost a bridge between the, uh, what would I call it? a bridge between like spirit and humanity in a lot of ways, you know, we childbirth and conceiving a child and bringing any kind of creation into the world is like you're being seeded by something so great, so much greater than you, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's something else going on. There's this magic that you can't really explain about why you feel pulled or called or drawn to create something, mm-hmm. whether it's, a child or a business or a creative work of art or a book or whatever it is that you're feeling called to do, there's like a pollination almost that happens. And I think that's because 
you know, especially for women, we are a bridge. We're not just here. We're not just human. We're not just in the human experience. There's always something else that's mm-hmm. happening that, that we can open up to that can guide us and allow us to feel our truest expression of freedom, which for me is just full limitlessness, you know, knowing the truth of your divinity and not just the truth of your humanity. So really, again, knowing the difference between mind and soul and being able to be guided and led in your life by the one that you choose in the moment, which if you're connected to both, then soul will always win and be the more true Mm -hmm. leader for you. Wow. Wow. (laughs) That was so... This is why I love these conversations. I just, I sit and I soak (laughs) this up. And I mean, literally just everything you were saying um, just moved through me and was resonating on such a deep level and all the way up into the goosebumps on my skin for most of it. And it's just, it's all truth. It's Mm -hmm. all truth that you're speaking. And, um, and when I'm curious, and there are many things you said that I, we may or may not get back to, but there's this idea like freedom in relationships that really stood out to me, like freedom in not only your life, how you live and how you um, create, but how you love, like all that's really juicy. And then this idea of like this duality, we are both human and divine. And what does that really mean? And can we actually kind of wrap, can we fold all of that up into one instead of seeing it as separate, right? Can we, mm-hmm. can we somehow mm-hmm. actually, while yes, there is this separateness um, that we can see between the ego, mind and the soul, is there a way of ultimately like wrapping it all together so that we stop seeing the separation and the conflict and instead somehow we can say, okay, sort out, well, that's not true. That's not serving me. You know, that's false. And then ultimately we come back to being this whole, to your point, limitless being. Uh, but there's so mm. much there. And and I'm not going to ask any of those questions right now because <laughs> what I'm really <laughs> curious about as you were just sharing all of that good stuff, what is, what has your... Well, everyone, you just heard the first 15 minutes of the first interview I had with Emily before my recording stopped unexpectedly and we continued talking for the next 45 minutes. So I apologize that you don't get to witness the initial truth and inspiration and messages that Emily had to share with me, Um, but I, I trust that there's a reason for that. And I, there's a reason for everything. And so we're, we're back together. We found additional time in our schedules. Emily has been so gracious to, to give even more of her time to me and to all of you as we continue this conversation on freedom and see where this discussion goes. So the next question that um, I felt and feel called to ask is, what has your journey been to recognize or to reveal or to uncover that truth within you, the, the soul, the spirit, so that you can tap more into that as opposed to listening to the ego mind, which is full of falsehoods, as you said? Mm. Such a beautiful question. And at the same time, 
uh, there's so many different ways to answer that, right? <laughs> like, which part of the journey, like what origin and where do we begin? Like, there's so much richness in that question. So this is feeling really, really present for me. I mentioned to Amanda before we started the recording that I've had like a bit of a whirlwind two weeks or week and a half. I don't remember exactly how long it is since the first iteration of our conversation, but um, it feels very much like this past week or two weeks has been a complete recognition of truth within me in order to live more from a place of soul than ego. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting. The way I answered this question before is definitely different than what I'll answer with today, which is really cool. And I'm going to go with what's present. So yeah, what it feels like, what it looks like for me is to have the courageous conversations and be willing to do what's hard, even be willing to do what I need to do from a place of truth, even when it's hard or seems unconventional or seems a little bit crazy. <laughs> like, um, for me specifically, this recently looked like leaving a relationship that I thought was the relationship on paper. I, um, you know, I recognized earlier today I had a session with our mentor, Janine, about my business in 2017 and, and getting into the strategy and the soul of my business. And I was thinking, you know, okay, I really need help. I just need her to tell me like what I'm doing wrong and how to get to a greater level in my business. And it's so interesting when we, when we lead with that, right? Because even just hearing myself say that, I'm like, ew, <laughs> that doesn't sound right. Um, that, that sounds very like ego, right? It sounds very fear-based. It feels very much like trying to control. And so what I've noticed and learned about myself that I've been learning about myself again and again is that just like many women out there, I have a really, I have an easy button, right? Like I, when things get uncomfortable or when it feels like too much, or when I feel like it's too uncertain and I'm uncomfortable with the not knowing piece, like I don't have everything planned out exactly so, I'm really learning a really important lesson about that right now, which is that the journey isn't about knowing exactly what we want and going and getting it. And it sounds kind of funny to say that because I would have thought, you know, a year ago in my personal journey that that was the way to find freedom, that I would get really clear about what it was that I wanted and I would create a strategy and a plan of action to get it. And then there would be really like soulful approaches to it and maybe some manifesting put in there and, you know, voila, I would have my results. And that's actually the way that I came into relationship with my most recent man in my life. And it's so fascinating to me because through that relationship, I learned that that isn't the way that actually serves me anymore. And I've been doing it that way forever. And I've learned that that's what gets me results. And it does work in some respect, but it doesn't have that deeply fulfilling result at the end. So I feel like the journey, to come back to the question, recognizing the truth within me so that I can live more from a place of soul versus ego, it's like 
being okay with not knowing and getting really comfortable with uncertainty and surrender and being, um, let's see, like fully willing to know that I don't actually know anything. <laughs> go we and that so oh go ahead mm-hmm. uh, yeah like that easy button my control like controlling a situation is my easy button and I think for a lot of us we have that we have that easy button of something and it's usually control right mm-hmm. because fear and the ego want to control so that we feel safe so that we know for certain that there's a there's an outcome that we're going to be safe in in whatever situation we're in, whether it's business, financially, relationship, career change, whatever, it's always like we want to control so we feel safe. And I think that's really the ego's thing that it likes to do. Like first we get scared and then we're like, ooh, control. Like that's the the action that comes from that place is like the controlling. So for me, I learned really early on that in order to get out of the situation I was born into, (laughs) which was a family that was very like dysfunctional and granted, like this is what's made me who I am. So I'm grateful for it. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff there in my family. And I grew up knowing and realizing and learning that I can't actually trust anybody. I have to be the one who does the things and if I don't do them I may not survive so this has been a really important like piece (laughs) of my growth and getting to where I am now in life right of like if I didn't do that I wouldn't have been able to survive so the ego and the fear has served me it's protected me you know for my whole life until recently when I realized okay that's actually not Freedom. It's not working anymore. Yeah, it's, it's not, not creating freedom. freedom. Yeah, when we go and, into control, and I right. just want I'm going to say this because you you um, yeah. you said this in the last part, which was mm-hmm. you know when so many of us live this life either needing to be in control or being controlled by because mm-hmm. it's all the same. When we are in control, which is really an illusion, and that's mm-hmm. not true. Um, really, we're being controlled by. And I think it's mm-hmm. important for us to realize that. So when we are seeking freedom or feeling more free in our lives, the more we control really means the more we are being controlled by our fears, by these, you know, the ego. And mm-hmm. I am so ecstatic that this is what you are sharing because <laughs> it, it was absolutely divinely ordained that we could that this recording did not complete and we met again (laughs) this many days later where you've now I mean had this incredibly like firsthand experience of this and Mm -hmm. I am just deeply touched by that and again am witness to the fact that nothing is an accident and oh my goodness the uncertainty I I, as you were speaking I just want to share this quote and then I'm going to pass it back to you but um there's a quote by Paul Tillich who I have yet to read. He, he's written a number of books. I just ordered my first one, Shaking the Foundations. So I have yet to read his work, but I've, I've read others who have referenced him. And um, he says that the opposite of faith isn't, um, let me see if I can remember, the opposite of faith isn't doubt. The mm. opposite of faith is certainty. Mm. Right? Because oh, we, that's so good. Right? <laughs> it is 
to me, the journey is how comfortable can I be in the discomfort? How okay can I be in the uncertainty? So I am just thrilled that this is the the way this conversation has gone because it's certainly resonating with where I am in my life, um, you know, on so many levels. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I feel like you and I somehow always circle back to this in our conversations too. I'm just remembering, I believe that we talked about this before too. Like mm. this is our our soul compact maybe is to have these conversations together about uncertainty and getting comfortable in it. Because I think, you know, we always seem to come back to it, which is really powerful and cool. But yeah, so I've been feeling like, you know, the more I can trust and the more I can let go and the more I can learn that I can trust myself to know what's right for me and when, that's the gold. You know, that's the biggest piece. And I think, you know, we, that's true freedom, I believe, like really having that relationship with myself where I can be like, I know, like with my body giving me the signs I need or, you know, whether that's through emotional things or through the physical body feeling a certain way, feeling constricted or expanded, right? So like learning to read those signals even more effectively or be more deeply in touch with myself so that I know all of that because I feel like I've gotten so good at that with like self-care and knowing, okay, I need to be gentle with myself right now or I need to nap or I need to go to yoga or I need to go for a walk. I need some fresh air. I need to call a girlfriend. I really need support with this. I need to lean in here. Like those things, I'm good. But Mm. with my actual business now I'm recognizing like that's the scarier piece is trusting that all of that's going to work out and that I may have no control over it because Mm. even my self-care I'm the one who's saying right (laughs) Right. I get to I get to say there's no one that gets to be like no you can't no I can I there's no other factor I still have control over it but when I'm putting it out into the world and everybody could say no you know, and then my whole plan would be ruined, uh, you know, but really just opening something else up. It's like a totally different level of trust, right? It's just a deeper, deeper relationship, deeper intimacy with myself, my intuition, my soul, right? Like all of that needs to be in alignment so that I can act from that place of feeling completely confident and empowered and also surrendered and knowing that I have no control, knowing that (laughs) anything could happen and I'm still going to be okay and I'll figure it out. And it's just guidance. It's just more learning. It's just more intel. It's just more redirection to where I need to be when. Right. And can we learn to be able to trust that? And can we learn to be okay with thinking and knowing that we are, we have no control and we are completely powerful. Mm-hmm. Like those are, so these are the, the paradoxes <laughs> of life that we get to just sink our teeth into when we are willing to live from a less, uh, a non-dualistic belief system, right? When we're willing to say it's not this or that, it's not that I am, you know, in control or I am, pow- you know, powerless or that mm-hmm. I'm not in control 
or I am powerful. No, what if we are not in control in the way we believe we are and we are completely powerful at the same time because we get our power from being um, un- aware that we do not have the control. If, see, these are the fun things. And mm-hmm. I have to go back to this. You said earlier about this idea of, and you said it again just now about this, you know, the plan and, mm-hmm. you know, why it's, why it's so much harder to do this, to sort out the ego from the soul and to trust that inner knowing when it all of a sudden has to do with other people, whether or not that's a relationship mm-hmm. you're in or with your business. You know, because as you said before, it's like, okay, if I get clear and I, I put it out there and I set my plan and I, I get results, right? Mm-hmm. That's what's supposed to happen. And, and it's really interesting. There's a couple things coming up for me right now. One is how, especially sometimes I feel in our industry, it's, it can get really tricky to not fall into, well, if I just manifest enough, I'll get exactly what I want, mm-hmm. which is wanting certainty and wanting to know how things are going to turn out. There's a, there's still an attachment there. Um, there's a level of, you know, comfort in, I know what's going to happen versus what if I get clear and I say what I want and now I have to let go of how that looks, when it happens, in what order, who's actually going to say yes, how many clients that means, you know, I mean, what if we don't get to determine all that? And I, I'm speaking to this right now because I know I'm, I'm in the middle of it with my Kickstarter campaign. You know, I got super clear that I'm writing a book. It, it's, it is meant to be in the world. I am meant to be the channel for it. And you mean, I don't get to decide who gives me how much and by when, and you know, like I got clear, I set my intention. I asked for what I wanted. I put a plan in place. Mm -hmm. Right. And can I live in that uncertainty? And so I, that's what I hear. And that was the second part to what I'm hearing you say is it gets, it's a new level to deepen into when it's one thing to have trust in me and myself. And now can I extend that? out to others and to the universe at large. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not knowing if they're going to say yes or no, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or when they'll say yes. Yeah. It's a completely vulnerable, tender place to live from too, I think in a good way, in a beautiful way. Like I think being in that full surrender like that, you know, it's just like a really, it's beautifully vulnerable and it's like you don't know and that's okay and we have permission to not know because I think you know in our world that is so valuing the masculine energy right the the yang and not the yin it's Mm. like that's not okay like we don't have permission to do it that way in a lot of cases, right? People want answers, they want results, they want, you know, they want a a fix, right? They want a Band-Aid. They don't want the actual, like, deeper healing. And I think it's, it's just really interesting to be in that space where it's like, no, I'm choosing to say yes to this other way of being that actually serves me and that actually creates deep fulfillment and it's completely unconventional and in order to do it i really need support <laughs> yes because that 
I mean, anytime I see this all the time in my clients, but I also see it all the time in my own life where it's like, okay, I'm committing to something. I know this is my mission. I know it's my purpose. Yes, I'm I'm ready. I'm doing it, right? And then we get into this deepening of, okay, now it's this layer. Okay, now we're a layer deeper. Okay, now we're a layer deeper. And it's like the same lessons keep coming up again and again and again. And it doesn't, like, it's not something to be terrified of, but it's also not easy. And it's also, um, you know, when we are doing something revolutionary in the world, I think we, when we're inventing something new, we don't get a step-by-step model of what it's going to be like or look like. There's no plan for your own soul path, (laughs) right? Or your own mission. Because if there was, it wouldn't be your mission because someone else would have already done it. (laughs) And I think that's like the really interesting place where I am right now because I, you know, what I've really landed and settled into is, okay, my purpose and my mission here is to invent this new way of being successful as a woman today right? Of having sexy, soulful success and having it be a beautiful flow of the experience and not have it feel hard or rigid or like we're pushing so much or that we're burning out and I'm, I'm devoted to creating a new way, right? And so in carving out that path for myself, I've now said, Yes, and I've been initiated into being the embodiment of my mission. So I'm going to go through all the shadow shit of the, like, what it looks like to be that and not be that all the time. I'm going to dance that line constantly. I'm going to be pulled in both directions. I'm going to need support from other people and other women who are also doing things that are big. And I need to have those conversations and know that, they can bring me back. They can remind me of where I am because that, like, it's so easy to get in our own head. It's so easy. The, the ego is so strong. It's been evolved for how many years? Like thousands of years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's been strengthened a lot. And now I almost feel like it's time for us to really strengthen that soul guidance so that it can be louder than than the fear. Or the, you know, the, the falsity. Yes. So that we can hear the truth. Oh, man. That's so awesome. <laughs> what are you... So I, I'm so fascinated. I love that you... And you pointed to this. And I'm going to just open it up in case there's yes. something that you want to share. Yeah. In terms of, you know, you, you painted the picture a bit for us in terms of what this looks like. You know, you mm-hmm. have this... There was a, your um, session with Janine and this relationship and you know what this all taught a lesson in some way to you that um again this idea of uncertainty and I don't get to you know just set say what I need and have it come out exactly as planned so where are you at right now so where are you today like what's um what's coming up for you what is your soul saying how did you hear her Um, what did she sound like what does she sound like Hmm. Beautiful question. <laughs> Let's see. Well, she, I think my soul today was saying, 
you need to like trust yourself number one trust that you know what's best and that you will feel it and you need to check in more you need to feel in more more often more frequently feel in to everything <laughs> like the, resist when you when you create something new or when you are um in your business or trying to achieve a goal or something right i don't even like the way that sounds really but like when you're setting out to create something let's say feel in constantly mm. <laughs> to know where to go and how to do it and that there's this level of like finesse that we can create when we feel in more and when we learn and, and know how to feel in more and then my other the other part is where I am is that I don't 100% know what that's going to look like at all <laughs> right because it's going to be part of my process and it's part of my mission and it's part of me living it and being able to bring more value to the women I serve. Yeah. And it's going to be me creating this model basically is going to be me trying a lot of different things and seeing what works and seeing what doesn't. And I feel like there's been this resistance because around that, around doing it that way, because I like I have been doing it that way in like a very soulfully feminine way. And then recently it's been like, oh, no, you must be doing it wrong because you're not far enough along by now. And my inner critic is like going crazy. <laughs> and she's like, um, yeah, you should probably be making more money. And uh, there's obviously something that everybody else knows that you don't and you kind of suck and you better figure out what that is. And you better do whatever it takes to figure out what that thing is because it's really holding you back. And everybody else is making six figures and you suck and like really the nasty. Critic is so mean. <laughs> she's so mean. And I think she's really mean. Like my inner critic is really mean. Like she's real mean. Cause I'm hard on myself. Like I've, I always have been mm -hmm. like no one else in my life. I don't think has ever been hard on me. It's always been my inner critic. And Amen, sister. yeah. And it's like, that has just been rearing its ugly head lately a lot. And so I'm like, okay, well, and then I realized, I think today that, oh, okay, actually this is affirmation that I've been doing it, right? Just this needs to go away. Like this inner critic is like playing this old story and needs to, like, she's ready to go because we, we know that doesn't work. Um, she's and, feeling really threatened. She's feeling yeah. really threatened. And so she yeah. is upping her game right now. She's like, oh, oh. Yes. Oh, you're like, you're listening to the other one. Oh, let me try harder. Let me yeah. try harder to, I'm going to just shout and scream more often now. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's such a great way to explain it. Cause it's like, she's feeling threatened that she's going to be pushed out. <laughs> she's trying, like, I'm trying that, you know, now she's like coming back full force. So it's like, you know, this like really nasty voice in my head at times and so i think this like everything i'm discovering is like oh right i've been doing it this way and it's been working and it's okay like i don't need to have this magic key to my destiny or something right now like how boring would the rest of my life be if i did <laughs> you know like that. oh wow yeah. great We've achieved everything we I, were meant to do before I, 25. Great. <laughs> like, <ding>. no. <laughs> <laughs> it 
there's a there's a yogi who and I, I don't know his name so I can't attribute it unfortunately but there's um my yoga teacher has told shared this quote with me that is slow growth is good growth mm-hmm. you know slow growth is good and you can think of that I mean you know in in yoga itself anything. you can think of that in anything in your business and um I I there's a real um just yeah there's there's like a softening that I feel when I hear that and and when I really believe it because some of us may say it and don't believe it but when I if we can choose to believe that then there's a real oh like oh thank goodness right mm-hmm. we can kind of breathe a sigh of relief mm-hmm. yeah mm. thank there's you there's no forcing mm-hmm. yeah mm. it's just expanding Amazing. right like where the inner yeah. critic might say or where the ego might say um you know i need to constantly be pushing my growth edges <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah right the soul is like we just need to any growth is good we're going to keep expanding and it's going to feel great right it's like a it's a totally different way of phrasing and talking to ourselves and actually this is a great mirror i'm just realizing in this moment for the way i speak to my clients and the way that they learn to speak to themselves like from this really nurturing soulfully feminine place instead of that really masculine like you should be doing more push harder do more <laughs> right you know and and i really like that those are the women i'm calling in to my business lately is like women who have had that really you know inner critic that's just so such a driver yeah uh, and yeah and so of course mine is coming up <laughs> because yep. that's what i teach and that's what i live yep. and that's my mission. <laughs> so exactly right exactly mm-hmm. right yeah it's mm. probably not going to it's just going to look different you know every day so oh wow i am just filled with so much gratitude and and joy that this is um the space you're in and what you because you are now able to bring witness to that and share that medicine with all of us and that is just to me what this is all about and that is what these conversations are about and that is what our life is about and you know, we're doing that physically here on this radio show and you're doing that in every, in everything you embody and in every person you touch and in every person you speak to. And, you know, that's what we get to do. And, um, oh, I'm just, I'm thrilled. So thank you for sharing very vulnerably where you are in this moment. And and as you were speaking, all I kept hearing is presence. She is being present. She is going to, you are present. You were present to what was real in this moment during the call. Um, and which was profound. Uh, and then you were and in, in that you were being present, you know, being present to what is being asked of me in this moment. And can I trust that and take one more step forward when we don't have the plan laid out when there is no roadmap already established, because as you said, this is our soul's path. No one has walked it before. So how would there have been another person to say, here's the six things to do for your soul's path? Like that doesn't make sense, right? Mm-hmm. But we really want that because again, we want to feel in control and we want to feel like we have certainty in our lives. 
And so we do all of these things, uh, including, you know, looking to others to tell us how to do it. And when we get to a deeper level of trust, we say, okay, I don't have a roadmap that's been predetermined. All I know is the destination and I know where I am now. And so each step I take has to be taken in the present moment and has to be taken founded on trust. And that is actually freedom because in each moment we are free to take, go in any direction we, we desire. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what's so powerful. So thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, it's like the freedom to choose the experience that we're creating, right? Like as simple as that. <laughs> there it is. Freedom of choice. Bingo. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That feels so amazing. And we are going to um, switch gears. And I want to ask you a few more questions before we sign off so that we get to know you even more um, and find out a little bit more what you're up to and where we can find you and all that good, good stuff. So You've already heard these questions before, so I can't wait to hear how you answer them today. Okay. Um, <laughs> who is a source of inspiration for you and why? Hmm. Oh, let's see. I think my grandfather was a really big inspiration for me because he was a Zen Buddhist and a teacher and just always willing to stand up for what he believes in and do things the unconventional way, (laughs) even when it's hard, you know? And for me, I really think that's something to admire. And I think anybody who I see doing that, I just, I so am inspired by them. Like, it doesn't matter what industry they're in. I just am so inspired by people who really like stand up for what they believe in when it's unconventional and they stick to it and they're not afraid to um like they don't let society's views or like the norm influence or shake their foundation in standing in what's true for them beautiful beautiful what place or activity most inspires you right now that's actually a really great question and something I've had to think about today because I've been um, understanding that in order to live more surrendered recently, what I need to do is get more creative and and inspired. Mm -hmm. So I was making a list today and (laughs) so I love arranging flowers and I also love just like this time of year, I really want to devote myself to getting to the beach and like walking on the beach for a few hours or just like sitting and reading with a blanket or something, even if I'm bundled up, like just getting my feet in the sand. (laughs) Oh, I feel so good. So what is a, if you either read or maybe there's a a podcast or an audio book or something, but do you have a favorite book or resource um, that has really inspired you personally or spiritually? Hmm. Yeah, I love um, Liz D'Alto's podcast, The Untame the Wild Soul Woman. Mm. That's one of my faves. Um, And then a book. Let's see what I have out right now. 
Um, you know what? One of the most beautiful books I've read recently is actually this is interesting because you pulled the Mary Magdalene card. Mm -hmm. Um, it's called I Remember Union. And oh, it's like the story of Mary Magdalene and I it's almost written like poetry. Like it's beautiful like it's so beautifully written. Mm. So it's by Flo Aviana Magdalena. I don't know. That mm. sounds like a crazy name. Um, <laughs> but if you search for I Remember I'm... Union, you'll find it pretty Beautiful. easily. Mm -hmm. I love actually how both of your answers then, because my other card, if you remember, was oh. Cordelia, <laughs> go outside. And your favorite yeah. activity right now is to go put your feet in the sand at the beach and, and arrange flowers. Oh, and she has this whole <laughs> flower bouquet on her head. And I'm just thinking, oh, man, we are totally in sync. Yeah. Um, amazing. <laughs> okay. What are, you know, we really want to get to know you in terms of what you are creating. So what are you currently working on or creating that is super energizing and inspirational to you? Mm, this is such a great conversation to have today after I've just like yeah. really clarified all of this. <laughs> so what I'm creating right now, which feels like I am hosting this party and I'm so excited to have people come in and I'm like, I've cleaned the whole house and I've like put all the crystals out and the candles are lit and I'm like so excited to have everybody over and I'm like greeting them at the door and I'm like welcoming them in and I'm so excited about it. That kind of energizing <laughs> is um, <clears throat> I'm creating an inner circle membership for, well, it's under my umbrella of sexy soulful success. And basically what it is, it's like a 12 month devotional sisterhood with a theme each month where we're really diving in more to this place of like feminine leadership and our own definitions of success and using goddess archetypes as a guiding light, like the themes of different goddess archetypes to really access all parts of us so that we're able to sh show up fully as ourselves in our truth and live more from a place of soul so that we're accessing all these different energies within us instead of just living from one place all the time and um i'm really really passionate and excited about that because i know so many women need it and i'm so ready to like share this information with more women because i just see all of us struggling like it doesn't matter what level of success you're at how much money you're making we're all in inquiry right now around how can we relate better to ourselves and to our work specifically to our work because it's our contribution in the world and I think we all take it very seriously as women like we want to leave something we want to be of service in a bigger way we want to really contribute and have it be meaningful and so I'm I'm watching and observing all of these women at various levels of income and and different industries and all of this be troubled by the same exact thing like how do we not overdo it how do we not push too hard how do we not uh feel like our inner critic is taking over and we have to do more all the time even though we're doing too much <laughs> like how do we like let's get together and talk about that and read books it's gonna be like it's really kind of just like the program i want to create <laughs> it's just like okay what do we need? We need sisterhood. Check. Okay. We need like other women who are walking the path and can hold us to doing it and feel the pain of it being unconventional and figure it out together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then we need some books. Okay. We need a theme every month. We need some intention setting and some like deeply 
nourishing space for us to go in with each other and with ourselves and we need you know like all these little things maybe a workbook and like we need guest mentor to speak to what it looks like to really live this and embody it and we need so I'm I'm putting all these pieces together and they've sort of come in really easily and organically um and I'm just so excited about that like I'm so excited (laughs) I can't wait like it feels really like hosting a party that I'm like so excited to throw And that feels, and to speak to what you've been talking about this whole time, which is, you know, creating your own path and you embodying what this means for you and that you are being called to do this. This feels that way. Like this feels, I I mean, it's not like off the wall, unconventional, like no one's ever done anything like this ever before, but, but it feels, and yet, because let's just be honest, I don't know if any of us could ever do that at this point in history. Um, but what it does feel like is this is so true to you. It doesn't feel like someone else's thing that you've now adopted and said, well, this is just what I need to do. Right. Mm -hmm. That is the difference. And I just, I can feel that emanating from you. So that's powerful and amazing. And I hope everyone who's listening, specifically if you're a female and um, are, are touched by anything that Emily has said, finds you and learns more about this. So let's find out how to do that. Where can people get in touch with you or find out more? Yeah. So they can email me at emily at emilycastle.com um, or they can visit my website and that program is there it's uh www.emilycastle.com backslash um i think it's sss membership which stands for sexy soulful success if you forget (laughs) so three s's Um, and then membership on my site and or you can just go to the drop down menu work with me or yeah i think i changed it to work with me i'm always changing my website so (laughs) you'll find it clicks yeah they'll find it and it's (laughs) emilycastle.com yeah her name is anywhere you're watching this um or if you're just listening it's c-a-s-s-e-l we talked about that earlier on the last recording anyway um uh this has been exceptional I, i knew it would be nothing less and i'm just so so grateful to you and for what you are bringing into the world for what you embody for who you are as a person and i have been by conversation and patience we have had and I trust that all of the listeners are equally as blessed by what you have shared so thank you so much thank you I'm so grateful to be here and to know you so thank you for inviting me <laughs> I will share one last thing I, I stumbled upon a, a I took a phone a screenshot of my phone I don't know however long ago now and I was and it was from it was a text message from you probably over a year ago where you just said, I am just thinking of you and I have to let you know in this moment just how much I love you. And I don't know if you remember sending it, but um, I believe you were sitting on a bench somewhere. It's a long, beautiful text message. So those are the sorts of things this woman does. And um, they mean so much in the moment and then even years later when we stumble upon them. So thank you. Um, thank you for listening and tuning in. Um, I will say if you are listening to this before November 11th, you still have time to check out my Kickstarter campaign. You can find it at amandajohnson.tv slash Kickstarter. And this is, as we mentioned earlier, the way I am showing up in the world right now and practicing 
uh, having a goal while remaining completely detached from the results, which is a constant dance as we explored today. So if you hear this um, and you're imp com feel compelled to check it out, please do so. Pledge if um, if you can or if you desire to. You'll know if it's a match. So thank you so much for listening. And um, until next time, many blessings.